Hello, everyone out there in internet land. You are listening to Culture Lust, episode 20, where we sit and we talk about It Follows. You awake? You're not going to believe me, and I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's going to follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. My name is Chris. I'll be your host uh, for this episode uh, today. Uh, joined, as always, is my good friend James. What's going on, everybody? What's up? As I like to call him, our resident tech expert, Jones. Let's talk about a movie. And the guy that we just found on the street and thought, hey, so why lame. not see what he can do in a podcast? Scott. <laughs> Let's talk about a movie where the moral of the story is don't bang your mom because it'll kill you. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so if you've been following along, you know this week we are watching the 2015 movie It Follows. Which IMDb describes very simply a young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after a sexual encounter. Wow. Uh, could IMDb, IMDb be any more vague when it comes to this movie? Um, so, being the notorious horror buff that I am, yes. I have seen this movie before, more than once. I was aware of it. I was familiar with it. So when it came up, hey, you know, it's a shitty horror movie on Netflix. That seems to kind of be my thing. Like I'm, I'm starting to get a, uh, I'm, I'm starting to corner the market on crappy Netflix horror. But, uh, but Scott, you know, do you have, or did you have any, any? Uh, preconceived notions about this film you heard about it before maybe seen it anything like that uh not at all i heard nothing about this before we had to watch it and i just watched it today as a matter of fact and um i, I will say that i was kind of excited because you didn't like it which meant that it might be okay uh i was a little bit disappointed though Wow. <laughs> Thanks. When Thanks. it comes to horror movies. When it comes to horror movies. Wow. Wow. I didn't realize that I had such a sterling reputation with you guys. Yeah. How about you, sure. Jones? You knew. You knew. <laughs> you knew. I did. I did. I did. And I love it. I eat it up. How about you, Jones? Uh, you heard of this movie? Anything? Like, at all? I heard about it. I ne I've never seen it before, but I've heard about it. And, um... I remember it's Rotten Tomatoes score, and it was a big deal. Uh, but, yeah, I watched it today. So I, I knew nothing about it coming into it. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, in all fairness, the movie was given a limited release in the United States. And I think, according to Wikipedia, it released in approximately 1,200 theaters, which is not a lot. So That's because it, it was originally intended for video on demand. And then yeah. it like, kind of blew up, and then... Mm -hmm theatrical release so, yeah so it didn't get the biggest release out there so so you know you're kind of you're you kind of get a pass if you've never heard anything about it before uh james save the best for last how about you you heard anything about this movie you anything at all i'm trying to remember when when i watched it first i mean i, I know it just came out in 2015 i feel like my wife and i Watched it on Netflix at the time, just looking for something to do and something to watch. And um, I had no, like, you know, you know how I am. I don't watch trailers or anything like that. So I went in completely blind the first time. 
And I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I think it's, I mean, listeners will find out soon, but I think it's ironic that the horror guy hates this movie and the guy who hates horror movies really enjoys this movie. Uh, it's just a different type of horror film. And I was able to put myself in a position where I'm like, hmm, what would I do? And I was trying to come up with answers and stuff. And it was relatable. Um, like I said, I had syphilis the other day or whatever, you know, STDs, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally relatable. <laughs> I don't actually have syphilis, culture lusters. It's just an inside joke. Right. Anyway. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what exactly what somebody with syphilis would say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> you forgot. It's attacking the brain already. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I was, I hadn't seen it since, you know, so I was, I was looking to revisit it and pay attention to some nuances that I might have missed the first time and to hit it with my cynical, skeptical douche fairy eye that I have now. So it's, yeah. It's funny that you, you called it syphilis because I, I actually nicknamed it the syphilis monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, James, we'll continue with you, though. Uh, so, when the movie started, when it's going, and you're watching it again, opening credits, the first couple scenes. It's like, creepy, man. It's creepy. Like, chick runs out, like, sprints out of her house, out into the road, you know, and you're like, oh, shit, something's chasing her. But where is it? And then like the neighbors, like, oh, what the hell are you doing? And her dad's like, what are you doing? Like everyone's, you know, doing the same thing that I as a viewer is doing, going, what the hell's wrong with this chick? And um, yeah, and then she like goes out to the beach and basically just accepts her fate kind of thing. And it's just, I'm sitting there thinking like, man, what a what a terrible mindset to be in to just have this impending doom that yeah, you can get away, but it's only temporary kind of thing, you know? And um, I like the tone they set from the beginning. The movie's slow. I'm, I'm like, and it was from the get-go, slow. Like, there was no action right off the bat. Even the action's kind of off-camera in the beginning, you know? You just see this girl broken in two on the beach. Um, but I think that added, like, a sense of eeriness and creepiness. And I was curious and intrigued from the beginning, so... I didn't mind it being slow. Um, I'm sure the rest of you guys will have something to say about that, though. Right. I don't know. I mean, my big problem that I had at the very beginning of the movie is I kept going around wondering, why is this chick in her underwear and in high heels? <laughs> yeah, that's what it, exactly. Because if I'm really that desperate find, to dude. get away, barefoot! Seriously. I'd rather go barefoot find. than wear high heels. She's just Clacking around. Is everything okay? No, I'm fine. Click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. Daddy, I love you. Click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. If you couldn't tell, uh, the movie failed to grab me from the very beginning. Um, but uh, It grabbed just... me. Did it? Yeah, I thought I thought from the get-go, it was it, it set up it set the tone for the entire movie and like like James said, I wouldn't. So you see her freaking out. Looks like she's looking at something, but she's not. But she is. But you just can't see it, and it really drags you in. It was like one shot too, like a one take thing, and that was really cool. So yeah, from the get go, I, I was hooked. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the cinematography in this movie, man. They Same, did, dude. They did some some really cool stuff. See that that is one thing we we can agree on. I, I felt the cinematography in this movie was fantastic. I just thought the movie was boring and it sucked. Uh, Scott, help me out here. Yeah, I, I, I no, I have to, man. I didn't. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I didn't like don't it. I it. didn't. It, so stop it. Then, stop it. Don't you, Val Kilmer. <laughs> Val Kilmer, let me do my show. Um, I will turn this podcast around. <laughs> uh, first of all, I did enjoy. I like the in the very beginning. The credits were very minimal. It was like basically, this is who's running the show. This is the name of the movie, and boom. So I, I appreciated that. Um, but she was this girl. It started with this girl running around outside and people are like, are you OK? You know, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. And her dad comes out. Are you OK? It's just are you OK? And I, I, 
again, I try to be like relate with some of the characters, you know, so I'm, I'm putting myself in the father's shoes at this point, like 30 seconds into this movie. And my daughter is running around frantically outside in her underwear and high heels. Uh, I'm not just going to kind of hang out by the door and be like, yo, you all right? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> did not do anything about it. Didn't make any sense to me. She did dismiss him, though. You know, oh, she did. But obviously, yeah. oh yeah, obviously, you're, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's having some sort of a psychotic episode. You know, somebody, maybe, um, somebody, maybe it's like a, the lingerie half marathon. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> like, I just like, you know what? Okay, yeah, you're you're fine. I'm gonna go back inside and play video game. <laughs> Um, because any decent father would see their kid like that and just be like, oh, she shrugged me off. It's cool. So it, it yeah, exactly. So like right, right away, it kind of failed the relatability test. It gained some credit uh, along those lines for me later, but um, I, I was not intrigued right away. Uh, the first one of the first things that I what, what go ahead. I was going to say, to be fair, the parents were, like, removed from everything for, like, the entire freaking yeah. It's crazy. I'm just like, everything. Yep. where do you kids live? Yeah. You know? Then I realized it was Detroit, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah. Nah, there's no parents yeah. there. This is Lord of the Flies. Yeah, exactly. There are no parents. <laughs> there are no parents there. They <laughs> hinted, have a theory on that. They hinted on it later, um, uh, the, the small um, snippet of the mom sleeping with the wine and stuff. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it, it just kind of, I don't know, in that I didn't, I hated the music, man. I, oh, I love the soundtrack. Did you? I did not like it. Yeah. I, so. I'm a, I'm a, it's called synth wave. Yes. Like retro wave yeah. style. I love that stuff, dude. I, I see where they were, you where they would. were going with it. It was like, because a lot of the cars and stuff looked like, uh, you know, from the late 70s era. But then she had like a. a e-reader cell phone thing like the timeline was all jacked up it was why well, i think they did the director did that on purpose yeah i was gonna say i think they did it on purpose i felt like they did it on purpose because a lot of the oh i think i think they absolutely did that on yeah purpose. he said he wanted to feel like the, a dream the, the fashion was a little off like she was off swimming and then a scene later her and her friend are walking down the street in like sweaters and coats and stuff like that and it's like if it was cold enough to bundle up while you're just walking down the street you're not going to get into a swimsuit and go swimming. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think that was done on purpose to just kind of create a, just an odd sense of... Yes, and it succeeded. Like, I, I don't I know. I actually enjoyed that. Just, just, like a, just like a strange sense of just things aren't right. Yeah. I, I so, so this movie did a lot of things well, in my opinion. It just, you know, yeah, we'll get into that. But, uh, but you know... Let's start with the positives, because you know I'm I'm a positive guy. I like to look on the bright side of life, and, uh, and I like to find the silver lining to to every uh, shit stained cloud. No, the hell you don't. Don't don't lie to people. Hey, <laughs> I'm just you know I'm trying, trying to, to relate trying to, to the common trying to church church it up here, <laughs> Joe Dirt style. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. That's Dierte. Yo, Dierte. It's French. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am actually one of the things while watching this movie that really got me interested and, and engaged was actually you, Jones. Aww. Because this movie Aww. is very it is. It's this movie's very technical. Yes. In Aww, the yeah. cinematography and the way things are. And I can't see anything in this movie. That's off. Like I said, the aforementioned, you open with the main character swimming in an above ground pool and you know that shit ain't heated. And then like a scene later, her and her friend are walking and they're bundled up in these big heavy coats. That's, I can't imagine, like, like the way this movie was filmed, it seems to me like that was done deliberately. Like oh, I can't imagine that was just a goof. No, no, so, it it, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, so in a movie like this, you know, Jones, I, I was really interested in in getting your perspective since you know, again, I, I've said it once, I'll say it again. You're our resident text expert, and uh, uh, we, you know, we love you, and and we we appreciate the expertise that you bring to this podcast. Am I laying it on thick enough? No, keep going. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> 
So, so it's just watching this movie. I was more interested in what you, as someone who has studied the art of filmmaking, uh, from an academic standpoint, has to say about you know how this movie went about portraying the story and presenting the story in a, in a visual medium. Well, I mean, that's a loaded question. All right, so we have <laughs> we have. <laughs> We have a lot, uh, a lot of stuff that is kind of built in subtext. Like you had to know, like you had to pick up early on that this was basically a dream, not a dream, but like it was dreamlike. And and James kind of touched on it earlier. So that to me that explains why. And and I'm giving it a pass, and I normally wouldn't. This is just one of those weird things for me that I liked. <clears throat> but it was a dream, and um, that explains why the parents weren't there. That explains why, or they weren't, like, available. That explains why there was this weird e-reader thing that looked like a makeup mirror thing. Um, oh, the, the, the clamshell Kindle. Right, the clamshell Kindle, that's good. But it explains the the different climate. Like, you, you mentioned the coats, and then she was swimming in a pool, and, like, they're at a beach. Like, it explains all those weird little things. I read somewhere... And again, I don't like going into a movie knowing this stuff, but I read somewhere that the director had the idea because he had this reoccurring nightmare of somebody constantly following him. And so that was kind of his inspiration to make this like dreamlike. So, and I like it. Like, I'm okay with it. Even though if I didn't know that, I probably wouldn't have been okay with it. Cause I'm like, why the fuck is there like a, an e-reader and it looks like the seventies. Like I didn't understand that, but. But I understood it because I because I had something going into it because I read a little bit. But I mean, like this movie, you, you keep mentioning the cinematography. James brought it up earlier. It really harkens back to the old Halloween and like the original uh, Friday Friday the Thirteenth things like that. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. The music too, James. I agree with you, man. The the music. It was supposed to be kind of campy. Like and that was the, kind of the point, and I and I really enjoyed the synth music. It and it was it was a thing before um, Stranger Things, because this was yeah. like 2014. Yeah. yeah, and and Stranger Things, it was wow, they're bringing it back. There, it's a real homage. But basically, this movie did it before they did. Well, they they brought it back into limelight before they did. But Stranger Things was good too. But but cinematography there's well, yeah i guess maybe limelight i was gonna say i've been listening to, to like synthwave retro wave as they call you, it you have been but, but it's yeah. been it hasn't been popular for that long that's, yeah yeah that's true but um but yeah Get on and, it kids right it's the new it's the new rage you bastards hipster james <laughs> has spoken and they kept doing yeah. this <laughs> hipster james check, i like check that. out a band called gunship douche fairy balls <laughs> So, but there was the, they, they kept doing this thing where <laughs> there was this 360 pan yeah. thing, like, right, where the camera was just on a tripod and they'd just go around in a circle. Yeah. And then if you, if you weren't kind of paying attention, you wouldn't catch it, but you would see that one person that was like slowly walking towards uh, Jay. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, if you didn't catch it, whatever, it looked pretty, but if you caught it, it was a nice touch, but that's what I liked about this movie is they put thing. They had great, great attention to detail. They're walking down the street. You'd hear like a family fighting in the house or like, um, tiny, tiny, tiny little things and everything added up and they, they put a lot of focus into it. There, some of that goes into my negatives too. So it's like a double edged sword, but right. right. You know, I, I think the best thing that this movie did, was all in the background you know as you mentioned you know the scene where camera's going around and you see the person like like this movie does a very good job of making you just start looking at everything in the background because you want to see is it coming is it yeah slowly creeping forward they do a very good job of doing that and and and, and creating a, an atmosphere of tension and it makes you it makes you wonder who's coming towards the person and then you're like was and then you kind of get into it it's yeah that's what horror really does that's that's a good horror movie like if it wow. if it goes away from using the typical jump scare and gratuitous or gratuitous gore and sometimes nudity it uses like real psychological stuff 
And my biggest oh, my I, biggest up for this movie uh is that you have no idea who these what this is. Like why are they doing this? And usually I would have a problem with that, but when something is so terrifying when you have no idea what its motivation is. And I thought that was the biggest point for this movie that I absolutely loved. You didn't know its motivation? No. I mean, like, you get its yeah, motivation, but, like, you don't it's know its real motivation. Yeah, but you don't know why it's going to fuck you to death. But that's what Does makes it terrifying. Does anybody need a reason to fuck someone else to death? Come yeah. on now. Let's, let's be honest. Oh, most people do? Yes. Okay. But yeah. So. <laughs> oh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> now yeah, I have to, yeah. I have to agree with uh, so, uh, with Jones though. Those those slow panning. So at first, I actually labeled this movie with a the 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 motive or the moral of this movie was people doing normal things to abnormal music because I didn't catch on. <laughs> like the there's that scene where they were eating dinner um, in the beginning, Jay and the uh, the dude that gave her the syphilis monster for eating dinner. And um, it's like zooming in and and panning left and right and doing all this like artsy fartsy like camera stuff, but I'm sitting there with my artichoke dip in the freaking living room like, what am I looking at? It's just some dude walking across the street. Like this is stupid. But once it got to the point where it was the old lady walking across the it looked either a college or a high school campus, um, in her underwear or her pajamas. It's high school. Yeah, um, it was like. Oh, oh, wait a minute. So that guy walking across the street while she was eating with the syphilis monster was not <laughs> just somebody walking across the street. It was it was it. Oh, my God. And it follows. <laughs> you know, it, and so, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a long winded agreement to 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 what you're talking about with those slow painting um, shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely did that that well. And it's very much a minimalist horror. Like, it doesn't, it's not a very flashy film. And I think that works to the film's credit. Um, because, again, they're dealing with something that's unknown, as Jones pointed out. So so I liked a lot of this movie. I really, really did. My my overall opinions on this movie are, are, are still don't take away from the fact that it does a, an unbelievable amount of things well. Which is crazy because I I would have so many like positives to this movie and yet I still hate it. Go figure. But uh, James, I know you really dug this movie. Uh, I think in one of the exchanges we had, you called this movie amazing. Yeah. Um, so I just want to know, just like I think all of our audience, all of our listeners want to know, uh, what type of paint are you huffing? <laughs> um... Mmm, paint chips. Delicious. <laughs> Let's see here. I think... I can't remember what the color is called. Or is it just WD-40? It's just huffing WD-40. Green. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Lowe's or Home Depot. I don't know. He's Katie's this... repainting the walls in the dining room. So <laughs> He's got this ring of paint around his mouth and nose. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. man. <laughs> Going to yeah. Valhalla. Yeah. What's up? Witness me! Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I like it. Um, no, man, this movie was good. Like, it's eerie and it's creepy as fuck. Like, God, like you can't even hang out in your house because they just rattle the door and then throw a rock through the window and then they crawl through. And like the worst part is like nobody else can see it. So I'm sitting there thinking, like Scott was saying earlier, like, oh, maybe she's having a psychotic episode. So then you get wrapped up in a freaking inpatient mental health facility. You can't and leave. now you have no exits. Oh. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be crazy. So. I don't know, man. I enjoyed it. The music was amazing. Um, I was stuck, like, the whole time playing, you know, how does James survive? How does James survive? And um, my ultimate strategy, I think, would... James would have to get laid in order to actually have the monster come after him. Yeah, so I'd bang a shit ton of prostitutes, a couple porn stars, and then I'd live on a boat. Like, that's my strategy. (laughs) (laughs) But but once all those people die, they come back for you. That sounds like like my zombie apocalypse survival plan. (laughs) Bang some porn stars and live on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a normal Wednesday for me. 
Yeah, it was, it was, it was good, man. So what's funny is um, I spend I spend a decent amount of time on Reddit uh, throughout the day. If I had to give an estimate, probably like ninety eight percent of my time on Reddit. But um, <laughs> if, yeah. <laughs> so if you go into the uh, Ask Reddit subreddit and stuff, um, there's a question that, that comes up, gets reposted every once in a while, and it made me think of this movie, or this movie made me think of the question, I should say. So the question is, there's a snail, and it's immortal, and then you are also immortal. If the snail touches you, you die. Like, so the snail is constantly traveling towards you at a snail's pace, but it never <laughs> stops, and it can't die. And it's just, how would you survive, right? And it's just funny to think about it because it's a freaking snail and it's moving super slow and it's really tiny but then at the same time it's moving super slow and it's really tiny so that's going to breed complacency and you might fly across the world but you best believe that snails scooting along on the bottom of the ocean probably getting swallowed digested and shit out a few times but it's immortal so it doesn't matter and eventually when you're drinking your mai tai somewhere Boom, snail, right next to you. Like, that's what this movie made me think of, because they even said, like, yeah, you can drive. Um, the director even said that it would, it, it would board a plane to come to you. Like, it would find a way onto a plane at some point. So, it's always going to be there. It's like that impending doom. And I just thought that was an awesome concept. Like, I, I just had a lot of fun with that. It'll, never, it, it'll never stop chasing you, ever, yeah, ever. Until you die. Ever. You can't yeah. kill it. Yeah, it's so cool. I just, I just, I don't know, man. I well, like that. It's fucking scary. It is. Yeah. And that's why, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a big fan of horror movies because they're not scary. But this, to me, was creepy and eerie. And I actually felt like I'd be helpless and powerless to an extent. And it'd be really hard to overcome those and figure out, like, how I'm going to do this. You know, like, obviously, I would try. But it, it, I don't know, man. It's pretty cool. And the cinematography... Double-edged sword for me, man. So I know we've already talked about it, and Jones, you're the you're the guy on that stuff. But I really enjoyed the camera angle, especially the wheelchair. Like I thought that was yeah, cool. where it's like connected to the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, I thought that was awesome. Um, but why? Why can't if you if you make it big, Jones, you gotta please record your movies in a higher frame rate because when they did the pan in the school, it was so choppy. Oh my god, so choppy, like. I don't know. I guess I've been spoiled with all this PC gaming, but I like <laughs> when but, I got to that scene, you know, I wanted no. to like check my stats. See, that's like, the, why is my frame rate dropping so low? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why that's why PC gaming is not the same thing as making movies because <laughs> yeah. you want to you want to hit you want to hit. Uh, there's like a it's like 27 or 24 or something like that. Is it 20, 20, 23.976? Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So 24 <laughs> frames per second. Right, but you got that, and then you've got um, uh, shutter speed. The shutter speed is what creates that motion blur and the choppiness uh-huh. when the camera moves. So, I disagree. <laughs> anyway. It was just so bad, though, because, like, I wanted to, like, you know, I caught on to the, oh, if you pay attention, like, you'll see the thing. And right. it got too motion blurry for me to even fucking pay attention no, to. No, you're it. right, I thought that though. Was lame. You're right, though, because, like, when you... I'm not going to get too deep into it, but when you think about expo- exposure, you're thinking about many different things. And one of them, one way to control the exposure is your, your shutter speed. And yeah. sometimes you have to, you have to fuck with that. And then it creates no. this mm. choppy thing. No. But I think they were going for, okay. 60, 60 uh, dream. Yes, <laughs> no, they're going for like dreamy, like weird, mm. like uh, yeah. choppy. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm reaching. I know. Yeah. 4k 60 FPS. That's my dream. All right, that's rather than my dream. Well, I got a that looks like <laughs> shit. Speaking of that, though, like I, I got a new TV, a four K TV, a couple of years ago, a year and a half, something like that. And at first, I thought it looked weird because it has uh, part of its like uh, part of the processor in the TV is it smooths out the frame rate, so it kind of just makes up yeah, that's shit in that's the like one hundred twenty hertz. Yeah, it's a refresh rate. Right. That so it, I thought it, it was it, weird. It doesn't looking. look real. No. Like it looks too real. Yeah. At and first. it's not. It's not fun to look at. At first, yeah. At first, it took it took a few weeks to get used to it because I would sit down and I'd watch it and I'd be like, "What?" I mean, the the screen is crisp, but everything is just weird. It's like too smooth. 
<laughs> to awesome, I got, right? I gotta say, but this, now when this I when I see used... when I see normal like older TVs, I'm like, Ugh, I want my smoothness back. This movie used an Ari Alexa and a red like an, a red dragon or red epic. I can't remember, but those are like the cameras. Oh, so like, sounds like STDs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got the red dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Totally banged this chick in Detroit and caught the red dragon, man. <laughs> That's that new Asian STD. Ho <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it though, man. I um even up to the like the ambiguous ending, you know, because uh, I like that. Yeah, it shows the shot over the shoulder of the Dude following the new someone broken. following them. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, is it is it the thing or is it, it not it, the thing? It goes back to you know the the top spinning for uh, Inception. You don't know if it's falling or not. Wow, yeah. spoilers, Jones. Jesus. Oh fuck. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, listeners! If you haven't seen Inception yet, go catch the Red Dragon. Yeah, All right, the red dragon. deserve. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're gonna. Uh, Spoil the ending to you know six cents or alien never ending story. Betray yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. Mm. Wow. <laughs> never ending story. Foulcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite character in that movie is the giant turtle. Anyway, my bad. Dude, like that the, were- the werewolf in that movie scared the bugs oh, yes. out of me. Yeah, when I was a kid. Holy, Holy crap. crap, dude. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm having flashbacks now being a young See, but child. That movie, that movie made me think that things like quicksand and stuff were going to be a much bigger threat. <laughs> right? As they really were. I'm having nightmares about that. I'm uh, just going to walk out of it. Start having nightmares about yeah, that. Yeah, not the yeah. syphilis fucking monster. Like, not the syphilis <laughs> monster. It's- nah, I, I don't fear the red dragon. I embrace it. One in four. One in four. Uh, wow. But no, it was, it was, it was good, man. I, I, I don't want to. There's some things, like some pet peeves that I, I, I got to knock, you know, just just because. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. But overall, man, it was it was an enjoyable movie. I like how they kept changing the the thing, you know? Yeah. It was like this seven seven dude and then like this little tiny kid. And then it was like her dad at one point and then well, her this, friends. It was I'm her sorry. friend even on the beach, you know? Like Yeah, they said it can be anything. The, the point is that it's right. trying to get closer to you. So it can yeah. emulate anything. And um what did he say? It's it's um I can't remember the phrasing, but he said essentially like it's not dumb, you know, like it's, it's slow, it's smart, like it's slow, but not it's dumb, slow, but it's smart. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. So and uh, don't ever go into any places that only have one way in and out. One yeah. Exit. Like yeah. when they when they found his little rented house and he had all these like doorways and the hallways yeah. cut out Holds and stuff, and stuff and everywhere. Cans on strings. Yeah. yeah. Playboys. Yeah, like, well, Okay. Why you gotta be immature? What, straight, you know? no? This is a sophisticated, classy <laughs> podcast, yeah. and you're over there talking about yeah. nudie. We're not going to talk about how uh, it was surrounded I was, by I like Kleenexes movies. and shame. Kleenexes and, shame. and lotion, along with the playpen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like balled up yeah. uh, tissues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, That's what I'm talking about. I, attention to detail, man. Maybe, I could get maybe he was experimenting. Maybe I can get rid of it. Like, yeah, he's gonna try to get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, if I if I jerk it to this model, maybe I'll just pass it on. Maybe I could just maybe I could just give it to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That's that's exactly what was going. On. And then it just keeps banging, like it keeps like punching a hole in that same wall yeah, forever. That's where all the holes came from. You can't kill it. Yeah, that's where all the holes came from. It was good though, man. I don't. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too, man. I, I did too. I I enjoyed it. I don't think as much as you guys, but eh, it, it was pretty good. I, I think the parts that I didn't like are just because I'm not a big fan of horror movies. But if I had to, no, 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 no. What? That that has nothing to do with it. Oh, yes, it is. Because... No, well, no, because I am a huge fan of horror movies, and there's a lot about this movie I didn't like. I think you're a huge fan of, like, I think horror movies should Shit. be subdivided. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think horror movies should be subdivided into something else. This is, I guess this is not really a horror movie. It's more like a thriller with some horror. Parts. No, it's a horror movie, and it's a horror no, this movie. it's definitely a horror movie. In, in, the, in the sense that this is what horror movies should be. 
I think so too. Yes, I agree. Oh, I agree. But I'm, I'm trying to. So I'm trying to separate. So how do you separate this between between this and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Freddy in the Sky? Because that's a slasher to me. That that's they're all considered a horror. You horror know I mean? movies are psychologically scary. Like they're supposed to keep you up it's, at night, right? No, no, no. It's the same reason. It's the same kind of concept. Is there are different types of say rock music. There's hard rock, there's metal, there's right, but there's different you know, names. Emo, there's punk, so I'm, there's I'm alternative, to, there's, there's Led all Zeppelin. that, but it's all under the same the only rock band yeah. you ever knew. I, and my question is, John. well, my question is, what's yeah. the difference? Like, what is are there names for the different kinds? Because you just named, yeah, oh, Zeppelin's amazing sure. and everything else. Yeah, everything bad. else yeah. sucks. Steppenwolf. <laughs> 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 Zeppelin's overrated, but we're not going to get wow. into that. Um. Yes, like there are the differences. There, there's there, the, there, yeah, there's the weekly edgy comment from Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Did anybody see that grain just now? I totally went against it. <laughs> <laughs> what grain? I went against it. <laughs> nobody under wow. nobody under 30 gives two shits and a fuck with who led Zeppelin. All carpenters are cringing right now. Ew. And I never said they weren't good. So anyway, the question still stands. So what? What for? For me, I'm curious. What mm. are the different kinds? Of, are there are there different names for these different kinds of horror? Oh, movies? for sure, for sure. Uh, I, you do my uneducated do. layman's brain. I think this is a thriller or like a psychological thriller, not a horror movie. Because right, right, right. Horror to me is horrible. Um, people stabbing each other for no reason. Right, right, right. Well, well, that all that all all depends. You know, like AKA Chicago. For example, yeah. uh, like Silence of the Lambs is an excellent example of a horror movie that seems to transcend the genre because a lot of people just want to look down on the horror genre as a, you know, a shit movie genre for wankers. And it kind of is, let's be honest. But so you're a wanker? good horror. What? You just called yourself a wanker. I, you know. I have so a wank today. Yeah. And? <laughs> and? <laughs> Ever? He only goes against the green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The edgy wanker. <laughs> Edge wanker. <laughs> New show coming Tuesdays on CBS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only the first two episodes are free, though, and then you got to use their subscription service. Oh, there you go. No, 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 no. Looking at you, CBS, yeah. and your shitty Star Trek idea. Too new. Too true. That's that hits too close to home. Yeah. Too true. Find out, find out whoever made that idea, and let's go um, give him the red dragon. But yes, <laughs> to answer your question, Scott, oh, yes, there are multiple genres of horror and they're all, you know, just as different as any, okay. you know, offshoot genre. So, like you do have your thrillers, um, you do have your psychological horrors and you have your slow, creepy, scary horrors. Like to be on, like, like I would lump it follows in with like paranormal activity. Because they're both very familiar, ver they're both very similar in the way that they're slow moving, not really based on the visual, visceral aspect of horror, but rather uh, fostering a feeling of dread. Well, an unknown. Exactly, yes, yes. The, the fear of the unknown. Then you do have your slashers, and your slashers are your Friday the 13th, your um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, all those. Yeah, okay. And those vary widely from actually really good and smart, which, by the way, shameless plug, um, an example of a slasher movie oh, that is oh incredibly God, smart, self-aware, and great. Um, it's called Behind the Mask. The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah, anyway, so, I okay, I that get it. There's difference. A very I was good just wondering, like, if there... Provoking If there slasher. is a definite... Um, difference or like a definite this this is put into this oh. category and this is not but appara there apparently there yeah you just say you say that but every it depends on everybody's ideas like you know depends on everybody's well, opinion i'm not coming up with this this isn't me just inventing all this i know that but how do you so never mind i'm i'm i, I hopefully i'm you get i'm coming across as like not you know just kind of puking at the mouth but hmm. like birds <laughs> right that's a bird no, no, but no. It's I, a blue I totally jay, get it. right? There's a difference between that bird and a, and a different bird. So, like, this horror movie. Right, right What right. kind of movie is this, officially? 
This is psychological. Just a, is that what it is? Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. Because according to horror, according to IMDb, it's a horror mystery. Okay. Because my my point that that 10, 15 minute conversation, whatever it was, but my whole point is I don't really like horror movies, but I dislike this type the Less. least. Yeah. 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 Uh, according to Wikipedia, this is a supernatural psychological horror film. That makes more sense. Which is, yeah. Because um, again, it's more thought-provoking. It's more about the effect that this thing has on the people. Rather than it just running around and killing them. Yes. Yeah, how am I going to escape the snail, man? Yeah, I mean, towards um, the snail. <laughs> towards the end, I was thinking, man, I feel I felt for, for that girl in the beginning that she just kind of acquiesced and let it take her. I was like... Could, because yeah, she was a quitter. She gave up. <laughs> and it's funny. Uh, it's funny that you said that girl because I don't even. I didn't even know her name until like the third act. I never, never picked on her because I, I kept oh, calling her mean, pool girl because that's the first time I was talking about I was talking about the girl. With the, yeah, in the very beginning with the high heels. I, I, oh, I actually have no idea who anyone in this film is named. I, like, I don't know I don't anyone's Paul name. and Jay. Paul, Paul Jay. Was, I, I nicknamed Paul as friend zone. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there's no escape. I know. Unless there's a murderous monster after you that you can only pass through sex. Yeah. Yeah. And you... I know gap tooth chick that likes to read. Uh, I know creepy dude that's going to end up owning a hotel out in the middle of nowhere and stabbing people in the face for, uh, you know, a living. Or even uh, a and, mall cop. And then I know the chick. The main chick. Jay. Which I guess her name is Jay. I'll well, take it's word short for, for it. something, but I don't remember what it was. Jamie. I only know that because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Yeah, it was a throwback to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, actually, according to the director. The Scream Queen. The Scream Queen, yep. Lame. It's we, totally a we're, we're like 45 minutes in, and I haven't had a chance to talk about the negatives yet. All right, Good. all right, Keep let's it get to it way. then. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. All right, Jones, you go first, because... I'm on deck and ready to go. I, I mean, they use Comic Sans and done. That's All it. Right. All right. Good episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, so it's cool if you guys rip apart a movie I like, but when James gets a movie he likes and someone's about to rip it apart, Dude, oh, you're worst. Heaven forbid. <laughs> oh, you're Dude, worst. Oh, my God. <laughs> It took a lot for me to find something I didn't like, but I, there are a couple things. So I, di- I didn't like that. Uh, it was very slow. the The pacing was like I feel like this movie could have been forty five minutes long, and it would have been better if they just cut out the the towards the, uh, when they were on the beach, like as a group. And they were just sitting on the beach, looking at each other. Drinking empty they soda cans. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What did they call it? It was like a, some generic name. Ginger something. It was like tasty, uh, fancy cola. I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. It was called fancy cola. Uh, this movie could have been, this movie was on the verge of being great for me. It was like, as of right now, it's just really good. But it was on the verge of being great because it didn't, push the plot forward like they relied i mentioned earlier one of my favorite things was the attention to detail but they relied too heavily on the little things they tried to introduce into the movie like subtly and i thought they spent way too much time on that just cut most of that crap out and that's the difference between like an experienced director filmmaker is they would for time cut that out pacing they would cut most of that stuff out um see i'm not so sure because I think an experienced, seasoned filmmaker would probably not make this film and do something better. Well, okay, let, I'll add. To, I'll agree with you on the, with a caveat. An experienced filmmaker, uh, let's say Steven Spielberg, picks this movie up. They wouldn't agree to this movie because it doesn't pull well in the demographics and blah blah blah. This movie was somebody wanted to make this movie that was in their mind and they made it. And it was an independent film, and because of that, it it took off because you know lightning in a bottle, whatever. But it also made like two hundred percent of its budget. Back. Not a, not initially. Oh, wow. When yeah. it was when it was released, it only made like a hundred thousand or like a hundred fifty thousand. But a glow like uh, throughout the life of its time, it made like 
20 million, 27 million with a $1.3 million budget. But yeah, I didn't like, um, the, it went through a lot of tropes. I tried to throw a bunch of horror movie tropes. I didn't like it too much, but it, Honestly, the only thing I really didn't like about this movie was the pacing. You take you take a bunch of little crap out of here that didn't need to be in it, and this is a great, great classic horror film, reintroducing horror to a younger generation. But if they if they just did that one little thing, that was my biggest bugaboo. Was that bugaboo? I try to I try to bring that that phrase into every episode. All right, James. What's that? What's that? So you already mentioned that they used Comic Sans. They didn't actually use Comic Yeah, Sans. I was like, did they? <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, is that the only negative you have? Something that you made up just to try and be funny? Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, the fucking, um, the, the parallel to this possibly having a uh, abstinence is the answer to everything agenda is terrible. Like... Ooh. The first time I watched it, it was really hard for me to get past that. This time, I just eh, suspended that what, and didn't really care. I wanted. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I do want to cut you off. So, mm, the okay. main the main thing was that like horror films have always been about virginity and not having sex the whole time. But this one was about the only way to get rid of this thing yeah. is to have sex. So I, I disagree. The only way it wasn't you get about, it is to have sex. It wasn't about. It was to so, get rid of this thing chasing you is to have sex. Give yeah. it to somebody else. No, and the only so way to not get it in the first place is to stay exactly. Absent. And the only yeah, way to complete. But I don't think that's what they're no, going no, no. for. No, no, no. no the listen. Said hey, hold that's on. Not what he's going for. But the only I way to ever be truly free of this thing, because you'll never be fully free of it, because if it kills one person, it goes to the person that had it before. And all the way down the line. The only way you can actually not have this thing hanging over your head as a specter for the rest of your life is to just never contract it to begin with. So, I don't know. Uh, have Continue, sex James. to get rid of it? Or just don't have sex at all and don't worry about ever having this snail that's going to eventually kill you. Because it's going to eventually kill you. So like I said, it was hard to get over the first time I saw it. This time, eh, I just put it to the side. But definitely seems like a abstinence message. Um, so that was a little annoying. I wanted more more rules. Uh, like I wish they would have found some sort of like ancient script or you know what I mean, something like some crazy witch doctor lady that knows about this or you know what I mean. Like I wanted more rules that this thing had to follow. Like. I, because the first time I was thinking, I was like, man, there's a lot of water in this movie. Is that like foreshadowing that that's its weakness or something? Like I was trying to, you know, so I wanted some more rules, more guidelines. But that also made it more, you know, frightening because you didn't know everything about it. So I, I understood that. They didn't really ever identify a way to kill it, which, you know, makes things scary when you don't know how to get rid of it. So that, that bothered me. Um it's, I will admit, it's slow. Um, I was intrigued enough to overlook the pacing of the movie, but yeah, it's definitely slow, man. It could be a lot faster if they uh, did some things differently. The, <laughs> the bullet penetration in the end. Mm. What the mm, fuck? Yeah. Sorry, bros. Mythbusters proved that shit wrong yeah. like years ago. <laughs> so in the in the mm. in the pool. Yeah. 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 And then also, I just, I don't know, I felt like the only person that was actually, um, I don't want to say tactical, but strategic about their condition was the dude that ended up chloroforming her. Like, he had this house set up with multiple escapes, and he had, like, strings of, you know, rattling cans and all these, like, alarms and stuff. You know, like, he was, he was fighting it. He was combating it and trying to pick his time to pass it on. The other people were just like, oh, my God, I'm going to go on this beach and sit with, like, stare at the water yeah, instead watch. of putting my back to the water. <laughs> no, I didn't watch where it would come from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it was just dumb um, in that regard. Like, they just weren't being very strategic. But I get it. They're teens, and it's scary. And, oh, my God, you know. And so my beef with it being the whole dream thing, you know, like, 
with the, the weird clothing and the CRT televisions and the old cars and the new cars and the weird cell phone. <sighs> Just, I don't know, man. You can make it a dream and still have like one fucking time error. That's okay. Like, <sighs> Vintage stuff bothered me to an extent because I was just like, make up your mind, man. What are you going to be? You're going to be you going to be current and modern with like this really weird clamshell Kindle thing. Or you're going to be all like vintage and shit with two CRTV stacked on top of each other. Like and yeah. To throw an, another layer onto it. Yeah, they were, they were watching like 50s looking. Yeah, like, but oh. it was cool, though, how they tied the foreshadowing in because in the movie, and this is something I read on IMDb, this is totally not an original James thought. Um, the movie that they're watching, the guy says, like, oh, you don't have enough power to overload it or whatever, which is exactly what did them in when they were in the, the community pool. It was like there wasn't enough power to overload the circuit, you know. It, well, if there was, she would have, Jay would have died, too, because she was yeah. in the pool and he was, like, throwing yeah. it. Let's not talk about that scene yet. Okay. So much to say about that. Mm. But yeah, I, I feel like um, maybe it did have a thing against water because it wouldn't go in after her, you know? It just kept throwing shit at her. So, um, but it, yeah, I thought yeah, that was true. interesting. Ended, oh, it ended up in the pool because they shot it and yeah, it fell, it in, the fell pool. in. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was, yeah. So, I mean, I def- there's definitely parts that I didn't enjoy and um, I would have changed. Oh. I, I don't know, man. It wasn't enough to make me hate the movie. So, Scott, you seem to be the one of us that's the most kind of on the fence. Like, bobbing back and forth between liking it and hating it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. You know, we talked about positives. We talked about our initial impression and all that kind of stuff. So, as the movie progressed and as the movie finally came to a close and, and all that kind of stuff, what took you out of it? What kept you, this movie from being some uh, with a rare horror movie that you really liked and enjoyed? So I have to echo what what Jones was saying. A lot of a lot of these like pointless camera shots where it was driving me insane. I was like, "Will you stop filming this girl's feet while she sits on the yeah. damn swing and the blades make, of grass on her knee?" Yeah, and make something happen. Like you know, make the story progress. Um, that and I actually found the like the, the confusion in in time frames to be a positive. It, it was it was fairly disconcerting, um, and and I enjoyed that. It kind of went with the creepiness, but I didn't like the uh, the lighting. A lot of the lighting was like kind of making me mad. It was um, what was it? Like the room. There was a room. The bedroom. It was. Uh, foggy and not really yeah. having read anything before this you know not knowing that the director was going for like this whole dream state thing i was like why is it foggy and then and then the crazy girl that pissed herself leaves and uh all of a sudden hey it's uh you know it's not foggy anymore um and then there's like lighting in the when the red dragon was passed passed along <laughs> uh there's just uh the car there was a bunch of shots with the car there with no street lamps or anything, but the car was lit, just seemingly like out of nowhere. So it, it was some of those those kinds of things that I I noticed that I don't know I just I didn't really like it uh, as I watched it. Now that I heard you guys talk about how you know the director was going for, for like this dream state thing, I get it. But that could be a cop out, man. That could be a cop out for a lot of things, you know. Like oh, I agree, man. Well, what you know? Why did uh, why did why did that person walk through the fire and 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 live? Uh, it's a dream. Dream. It's supposed to be a dream. Oh, okay. You know, this. You can just say that about anything you wanted to, and and so. It's a little well, bit too far fetched, I think, for me. I'm sorry. I want to comment. I want to yeah, agree go. with you on that. I, I forgot to mention my. It was a positive for me that it, like I was okay with it being a thing, a dream state, and like, <clears throat> I read about it before, but. If you didn't read like. You have to watch a movie as as it is without knowing anything about it. And if you didn't know that this was this guy's reoccurring nightmare and he made a movie about it, you wouldn't have known why the fuck there were satellite dishes on the ceiling or on the roof. But and then at the beginning there was a cell phone, but later on it felt like it was the seventies. Like you wouldn't it wouldn't have made any sense. So no, I agree. I, I forgot yeah. to mention it was kind of my negative too. It was my positive and my negative. Yeah, it it, it didn't it didn't make any sense to me. 
and just it, along the same lines, it's like uh, the during the pool scene, the that girl gets shot by accident. Wh- whatever her name is, random girl with glasses. <laughs> Like, girl who uh, reads uh, yeah. the idiot buck tooth chick that reads <laughs> the split tooth chick that reads yeah um and it's like yaru or something like that or ya- yara or something yeah. yara yeah yara yara, yara. yara. Yeah. i don't know I like from game of thrones i don't know but not knowing that it was a, a dream thing uh you know just shows her in the hospital um you know the police didn't investigate i was like hey wait a minute this girl just gets shot at a public pool it's a dream yeah, it's a dream, and the and the cops don't care. Uh, uh, it's a dream. It's not a plot you know, hole, man. That cop out didn't dream. work in Super Mario Brothers two. It's not going to work here in this film. It's a dream. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. But yeah, that's, that's all I got for for major negatives. Uh, I I think you're right to to recognize, Chris, that I'm kind of wobbling here because, like I said, I I don't know. I'm not real sure if I liked it or not. Which usually means you didn't, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just want to point out because I forgot to mention this, or I never really got the chance. But uh, I, I wanted to point out uh, a little bit of a fun fact that uh, the man who played the really tall, big, like lurch that chased after her uh, is actually Mike Lanier. And him and his brother Jim actually make up the world's tallest twins at seven foot seven. What? Uh, don't know why, but I just thought that I I don't know. I thought that was a, a neat little little uh, bit of trivia. That is a fun fact. Yeah, you know uh, that he was really freaking tall. <laughs> he was scary though. Like when he showed up, that, oh, that was yeah. actually a terrifying moment. Yeah, because he, he just, just comes like, right up behind room, man. Uh, get Bucktooth Chick, Yara, <laughs> and Bucktooth Chick, and he's just like, "Holy shit, he's there!" So I don't know. Um, trivia uh, aside, I don't see. I don't. I don't look at any movie with any sort of outside influence, uh, and, and what I mean by that is. If the director says, oh, I was going for this kind of a look and that kind of a look or this kind of a feel. Um, if that's not readily apparent in the movie, sorry. you, Shut up. Just, no. Sorry. I don't care. Uh, it's, it's just like if, uh, you know, in a Star Wars movie, they bring some random ass dude in and say, this is so-and-so, and then they fly off and I'm like who the hell was that why should we give a shit and someone goes well in the extended universe in this book and this I, 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 nah, bah, bah, bah. I don't give a shit I don't give a shit and so that, in I, like the novelization really, too like the, yeah. oh but it was in the novelization but so you should know exactly it's it, I look at that as in the exact same way that I look at something like this like I don't give a shit what the director says he was going for does is that reflected in the movie he made because if you have a vision and you're trying to put Whoa. that on screen in a visual sense and can you I, have to go and tell somebody that's what you were trying to do? Can I play devil's advocate real quick? Please. Um, Why? Well, specifically for the novelization things, like like things that are books and then yeah. movies or things that have books mm-hmm. that expand the universe. When, nope. I feel like when people throw stuff in there like that, it's for those fans that have read that. If you're not that fan, like that's okay. My point was when they try and make it like a relevant thing, but don't explain why it's relevant in the movie. Or because, well, fans will know. It's like, well, no, you made this shit relevant in the movie, but I have no clue what you're doing. Right. So the no. movie has to stand alone. I agree with exactly. you on that. I, I agree that with you on that level. That is 100% the thing. So, okay, the director was trying to go for a dream sort of thing. Okay, I can see that. But, you know, I've seen this movie like four times, which is three more times than I actually really want to see this movie. How many times do you, you see a movie you like? Yeah, how do you keep watching it? That's what I want to know. This one I can understand, but what about the previous three? You have no idea. Let's just leave it at that. That's what we ask. <laughs> like, well, specifically for this movie, um, I watched it once on my own, and then I watched it uh, once uh, for a friend of mine who was doing some writing as a movie reviewer. 
And he drew this movie and was reviewing it. And we were talking and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll watch it with you. And uh, so he could bounce ideas off of me and, and stuff like that for his own column and, and whatnot. And I, okay, maybe I've seen it three times. I don't know about four. But uh, I've seen this movie multiple times. And you know what? I didn't really enjoy it. So my biggest problem that I have with this movie is it is so obvious they had no idea how to end it. And they absolutely dropped the ball with the ending. That pool scene? I was laughing my ass off. It's just chucking random shit at this chick who's swimming in a pool. Shit's bouncing off her head and crap like that. Yeah, and, I'm and just her head like, was cracked. What? I'm like, are you kidding me? You set up all this dread and this creepy foreboding atmosphere to just have some fucking clown shoes? Oh my god, I swear. I wanted to put the Benny Hill theme on behind that and then like speed it up to like two times. And it would oh my god, it was the funniest damn thing I've ever seen. Like this should get like horror mystery comedy. Yeah, I don't know. That was one of the dumbest scenes I have seen in a serious horror movie in a long time. And trust me, I've seen a lot of shit. And that's it was just so dumb. Fight you on that one. Eh, you can fight me. No, I'll kick you in the dick. Well, that's not a valid point, but I'll I'll fight you on this one. So they're they're not they don't know what they're doing. It was dumb, but they don't know what they're doing. Like you mean the filmmakers didn't know what they were doing? The teenagers, the teenagers, they. They had this bright the, idea to do something. The, the but teenagers weren't the ones that were comically chucking appliances into the pool. Think about it. If you were that ghost. I'm not thinking about no, it. No, if you were that whatever that it dumb. is, you, that's the, the best play at the moment. Like, you see all these things. People, you're like, oh, shit, they're trying to electrocute me. All right, I'm going to throw this thing at her head and maybe she'll die. Thing got shot in the head and twice didn't die. So who gives? So what? What? It suddenly now cares about its mortality. No, stay consistent. That scene was funny and oh, stupid as hell. I think I think water was its weakness. I think it was afraid of water. I don't know that it was weak and to I don't water, think but it I think necessarily it was of it. kills it, but maybe it slows it down. I think it's yeah. screwed it we, up. We don't know how much time elapsed after they killed it until we see the end scene when it's possibly following them again. Yeah, I think it's screwed you know? it up because when it got shot in the water, uh, the whole pool like filled with blood. Yeah. Um, so, so I think it, well, only only Jay just, could see the blood too. Right. It just like yeah. dissipated. So maybe water just slows it down. I don't know. I still thought it was stupid. I mean, no amount of explaining or justifying or breaking it down or deconstructing it is going to change the fact that I laughed my ass off. All three times I have seen this movie, I laughed my ass off at the pool scene, and I don't think that was the intended, uh, you know, reaction. But I thought that shit was funny as hell. I thought it was a weak ending, but I wouldn't say I laughed at it. Oh, I did. I liked it. I, I actually because that was just goofy. I actually shit. enjoyed the pool scene because they they made it her father. Because they go, "What does it look like?" And she goes, she pauses for a second. She says, "I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to tell yeah, you." And they were setting yeah. it up earlier. They showed the pictures throughout right. the house. And yeah, at the, on the. Yeah, you got to remember, one of those girls was her sister. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So that's why she's she didn't want to tell her. Yeah. Right. Because that was who asked, what does it look like? And she didn't want to tell her. It was still funny. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm gonna counter I'm gonna counter again the the fact that they didn't even show the bad guy, the ghost, whatever it until like later on. It you were in the same boat as the other characters at that point. I thought mm-hmm. the the pool scene was effective in that in that sense. I thought all the like the majority of the scenes where they did that, um was when they're in the movie theater He's like, oh, the girl in the yellow dress, mm. you know. Yeah. And yeah, we're also going, what girl in the yellow dress? And yeah. then you see his demeanor change like immediately. Oh shit! The it is yeah. here, and then we got to leave. Yeah. Oh, let me have sex with you real quick. Yeah. Hold on, let me take you into the woods. That was on first. a different date. My passport ribbon. This is like I said. It, it works it, every time. <laughs> <laughs> this this movie. And, and, you know, I, I kind of, my opinions overall kind of mirror more Scott's than anything else is because I, I really actually did want to like this movie. And again, you know, I am a horror fan. I'm a huge, unabashed horror fan. So anytime something comes out that's new and that's different and, and it, it, it looks at the horror genre in a very different light, I'm all for it. 
But this movie was just so boring. Long-winded and slow. And then the ending. <laughs> See? It brings me joy talking about it right now. Yeah? Yeah. So. Anyway. So. I think we spent enough time on this movie. Love it or hate it. Um, you know, it's the kind of movie that, as far as I've seen in, in horror and just movie circles in general, uh, it, it's gotten largely positive reviews with a small minority that views it in the same way that I did. But, you know, whether you liked it or not, hey, you know, uh, at least it tried something different, right? We can all agree. At least it wasn't a typical crappy horror movie. Absolutely, yes. And that's why I didn't hate it. Yeah, and I don't hate it either. The pool scene just made me laugh. I mean, it had a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Yeah, yeah. And I do feel it's deserving of that. So don't destroy me in the comments section. So, who's ready to see what we got next week? Let's do it. All right. Uh, a little bit of a different movie here one that's uh kind of you know kind of kind of different than what we've normally drawn because it's not a horror movie uh so netflix describes this 2014 film thusly with his parents preoccupied with their divorce lonely 12 year old oliver strikes up a friendship with his war veteran neighbor vincent it's the 2014 independent Comedy starring Bill Murray, Melissa McCarthy, and Naomi Watts, St. Vincent. So, it looks like that'll do it for this episode of Culture Lust. Be sure and check us out on 7 Follow us on Twitter at 7 Instagram at the same name. You can follow us on YouTube at The Day Late Gamer when James finally gets off his ass and actually does something. Check us out on Twitch where we stream where we live stream games, Slain and the Daylight Gamer. If you like what we do and you'd like to support us and help us out, you can check us out on Patreon, uh, Seven Nerdly Sins as well. The Discord link will be in the podcast comments. For myself, Chris, Jones, James, Scott, we've been your Seven Nerdly Sins host for the Culture Less Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great day.